Welcome to another episode here at the Masculine Health Solutions Podcast. And today, I will be talking to Daniel Gray about how he went about designing the hanger that he designed, uh, the gains he's made with it, and also his routine. And another question that came up from the guys inquiring on, uh, on Instagram, we also discussed discoloration and how he went about removing it. So make sure you stay tuned and listen to today's episode. Before we get started, one more thing. If you want to get any PE gear, be sure to check out TotalManShop.com. That is TotalManShop.com. And use the promo code MHS2020. Promo code is MHS2020. And get 12% off. Be sure to check out their wide variety of all kinds of good quality PE equipment. All right. And that's promo code MHS2020 for 12% off. And the website, once again, is TotalManShop.com. Hey, man, are you enjoying the episodes? If you are, be sure to like and subscribe. And be sure to leave a rating at whichever platform you are listening to this podcast at. All right, without any further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another episode here at Mask and Health Solutions Podcast. I got Daniel Gray from jelktogain.com. Uh, I was about to say how to jelk, but no, it's jelktogain.com. Uh, we're going to talk about the products, uh, discoloration that I had a couple uh, inquiries about, along with um, just the recent length gains that Daniel's made off of his own challenge. That's something that you guys could also reproduce and do as well. So make sure you pay attention today. Daniel, first off, how are you, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here. And believe me, like uh, I was looking at the episodes too, I wasn't going to tell you, but I mean, this has been the best episode that I've seen ever perform on our podcast. So big plus. I mean, the knowledge you're bringing, a lot of guys are very, very receptive and I'm, I'm happy to have you here again, man. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. So let's dive right in now. I just want to ask you about the product that you designed and um how you designed it and why you designed it the way you did. You were explaining to me all kind of off air about how um, you evened out the pressure, but I mean, from a, a non-engineer standpoint, just kind of give me the lowdown on how it works and, and why you designed it the way you did. All right, so we're talking about the Jeltskin vacuum hanger, which goes on sale in the next uh, couple of weeks. It's, it's taken me quite a, a long time to develop it. Um, in, the, in the first year of doing penis enlargement, I realized once I'd incorporated uh, an all day stretcher into my routine, that I needed to uh, start hanging from the literature I was reading from all the forums and um, and the like. I decided that, yep, yeah, I'm gonna have to put a, hanging, uh, put a hanging routine in. And if I wanted to continue with the same gains that I was, uh, that I was achieving. And I suppose I thought hanging is a bit like steroids to um, the gym. You know, you get you get to all these certain points in the gym and you're like, right, you know, I've, I've got to my natural maximum. I'm going to start supplementing. I've, I've started supplementing. Now I'm going to, if you want to go further, I'm going to have to start taking steroids, for example. And uh, the same kind of, <clears throat> the same kind of exists in PE. It's very, you can uh, build an analogy of, of, of PE against, um, against bodybuilding or, or going to the gym. So when, when I got to this certain point, I started hanging and I, I designed this uh, device, which was, it was kind of like a suction device. 
and it worked really well. Um, but you did need a foreskin for it. And uh, I did notice that my foreskin started growing, you know, the, the length of my foreskin. And I was like, well, that's not really what I wanted. I, I wanted uh, the length gain. So I, I was getting both. But then in the in the new year, um, once I'd finished, I had this two-week break, and I ended up getting a couple of blisters. And then I, I thought, well, you know, what's, what's the answer now? Um, do I want to keep using this? And, you know, I started using it again, and I, I, I built up. Um, became reconditioned and then uh, then I did get another blister so I was like right maybe my foreskin's grown too much and it's just causing me issues um, which is good for you know the circumcised market I could probably start selling that as a foreskin restoration device because it did work really well for that um, but then I, I turned to compression hanging and I didn't get along with compression hanging whatsoever um, I even designed my own device, you know, prototype for compression hanging. Um, I bought a, a male hanger. I don't know if you've heard of them, male hanger. Um, I bought one of those, I think it was something like $75, something like that. And it was just, it didn't make sense to me that you, you would try and crush your penis that much. You know, I used wraps as well. Used, I, used, I actually used my ADS sleeve, which, was, which is always a comfortable um, bottom layer, uh, skin layer. And then I used a, a, a like a washcloth around that, and then clamped it. And it just it puts so much good, compression hanging puts so much pressure on your glands. It's untrue. Yeah. And I was like, this this is no good. This is no good. So then um, thought, well, what what can I do to do it safely, prevent the blisters, and stop me having to take two weeks out every time I've got a blister? Um, so I got went to the drawing board. I got a few ideas off this uh, Belgian customer that uh, that I got. He used to be in the in the group chat. Um, he gave me some some really good ideas, and then that was it. I just got got to the drawing board, started making these designs. Um, because I'm an I'm an engineer at work, so I, I know the right people. I know people I can just you know get in touch with and help me to uh, develop develop the product. And uh, funnily enough, they they all know what it's about as well as. <laughs> Every, everyone I know, I'm, I'm really open with it. So I don't see it as a taboo subject. It is what it is, and I'm happy to do it. And, I, you know, and everyone kind of, everyone around me kind of accepts that now. You know, there's, there's no taboo with it at all with me. And, um, you know, people find it a really interesting talking point, actually. So anyway, I designed this, this, uh, this product. And it's like a, it's a, a 316L stainless steel medical grade, pharmaceutical grade metal. And it's, a, it's a, like a vacuum chamber um, with a non-return valve on. And it's, it's called, it comes with a vacuum pump. And into, the, into this chamber, you wear a, a silicon condom, which protects the full shaft. Pull your, pull your foreskin back if you're circumcised or um, uncircumcised. It, it doesn't matter. It works for both. Um, put the condom on, which again is a skin safe uh, platinum silicon rubber. So the best platinum silicon rubber money can buy. And it's, it's perfect. It's, it's quite, well, it's not quite strong. It's really strong. Um, but it's, it's reasonably flexible, but not, not too flexible for it to become unusable or pointless. So once you've got this, this condom on, you then place it into the vacuum chamber, get the vacuum pump, Pump, pump it in and then roll a, an external sleeve 
over everything to make everything airtight. And then uh, I usually reduce. So so when I first put the, the my penis in the condom inside the vacuum chamber, I'll pump to 11 Hg. And then once once I know that I'm fully inserted, then roll over the outer sleeve, sleeve, get it airtight, and then reduce the pressure to 7.5 Hg. And then at that point, I'm ready to hang. And I've built up, I think I started at three pounds. I'm now at eight pounds. I've even started adding a bit of a swing into my routine. I've, yeah. I've recently posted that on Twitter. And it's, I get no issues from it whatsoever. You know, and that, that was the idea. Um, the worst thing in penis enlargement, in, when you start your journey, if you get any setbacks, setbacks are something that can just put you off just stop you totally. And you don't want that. You want to be able to use devices where you're going to be able to keep going. You know, the only thing that's going to stop you is you, not, not um, a physical injury. And, um, and that's, that's where it's really well. Um, inside the vacuum chamber, there's a bit more to it. So there's, there's like a, a cap with holes drilled into it, which kind of spreads the vacuum out. So you're not just sucking into one point, you're sucking through multiple points which is also through a sponge a 10 millimeter sponge inside um, which gives a really good spread so you're getting an equal vacuum around the glands rather than just to one point you know because once that one point's filled say say the condom catches it the, the silicon condom catches it well that's that's it you're not going to suck and if there's any air out, uh, outside of, of that area then um, you're not going to get a true vacuum and it's important that you get a full vacuum on the glands and everything pushes up so when you do you when you do your vacuum, everything uh, forces out and against the against the side walls and uh, against the top of the vacuum chamber. So you like a fully it's it's like a fully sealed system. So imagine you're in a in a penis pump when you're pumping and your penis expands to the walls. So say you need to move on to the next size, or say if you're trying to get length out of the penis pump, you'll maybe um, get a penis pump with a smaller diameter. So you do girth out is the term. So when you're girthing out, um, that's that's essentially what's happening in the uh, in the hanger. You don't want to be um, increasing your girth. You know, hanging is, is predominantly the length. You will get base, uh, base gains off that, off hanging, um, but predominantly looking for length. So um, you, you go into it flaccid, you expand out, so you're hitting the walls, hitting the, the end of the cup, the sponge. In this case, everything's everything's nice and tight. No chance of blisters at that point. You know, the skin is pushed against something. So the way the way a blister works is, is the, the layers of skin actually separating when those are because of the pressure. And when those layers of skin separate, that's what forms a blister. So you want to make sure these layers of skin have got no chance of being able to separate so yeah. you're putting pressure from both sides and then hanging the weight that's uh, that's how it's done and that's how it works and it's um it's a fantastic design if i do say so myself <laughs> well I, de I developed it for people serious about doing pe and serious about length gains i don't want people to get injured i don't want people to suffer what uh, what i've suffered and that's that's for me that's really important and that's probably one of the biggest keys as to why you've been successful too. It's kind of, I think anybody that's actually involved actively in hanging or PE, it's almost like 
you develop different ticks and or, or different different tricks to kind of get around you know certain things that were in your way at one time and you kind of okay how, how do I get past this right and it's kind of the evolution of something of anything really you know you got to figure out okay what's my problem here how do I solve that okay I do that and then now you have a finished product whereas somebody else that's starting off is like oh I just went and got this crappy hanger and it sucks and it's giving me blisters versus yours which already comes like hey you don't have to go through that whole process just use it this way right yeah yeah exactly same and that that's that's what i want you know that's what um my website's all about it's about people getting the gains and um I, at an affordable price but the quality of the product is also there the safety and quality for me that's key safety quality and um you know as long as you, you, you start it if you start your journey with, with my products for example um you're guaranteed to make gains and you can do, do it safely that's, yeah that's key well, it's kind of like you were talking about before, which is one thing that I think, honestly, I, I think the most crucial or the most important part of PE is able to do it comfortably and safely. Because if you can't do it in comfort, good luck. Like, there's no way that I think you can do anything in life for a long time without seeing like, you know what, this is too hard. I can't, I can't do it. You know, it's totally uncomfortable. I'm in pain. I got blisters, you know, like my skin hurts. I'm going to give up. Right. And if you're able to bypass all that, I think you're going to be successful and actually make gains in PE and you'll come off, come out with a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for with, um, well, just being successful and actually reaching the goals that you have. Right. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm always saying it. If you want to achieve something um, and you need to achieve something by uh, a routine over a long period of time, the easier you make that routine, the more chance you've got of success. 100 so, yeah so so for for example um if you're going to be applying your all-day stretcher i always make sure i've got one uh, my personal all-day stretcher i always make sure it's rolled up and it's ready to go it's clean it's ready to go so when i'm ready to to use it i'm on it you know yeah. it, it's there for me and, it, and that's that's it if throughout throughout your day if you make all these these little steps to making your routine easy it, it will be easy. Yeah, it's oh, it's uh... or supplements. If you if if you put them in a in a place where you're going to take them, <laughs> you'll take them, won't you? If you put them if you put them high up in the cupboard, you'll probably forget. If if you put them on the kitchen worktop, out on show, um, if if the missus allows you to do that, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if, if if they're out on show, instantly you're going to see them and think, ah. I need to do that is reminding because everyone's life day to day is, you know, most people have a really busy, hectic lifestyle. Um, so when you're trying to employ a routine as well, you've got to make it as easy as possible. You've got to put those little markers around. You've got to put the groundwork in. You've got to set times every day where you're going to set things up and it makes it makes it a lot easier. Well, I kind of believe, uh, I believe in the whole out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, right? Where, you know, if you can't see it or you're like, oh, man, I remember I bought strawberries, but they're kind of buried in the back of the fridge. You're like, oh, man, I didn't eat these strawberries. Now they're bad. And I found them a week later. Whereas, you know, if you position certain things in a certain way, you won't forget about them. Um, there was a good book actually written about this. I think it was Atomic Habits, if I'm not mistaken, where um, his whole theory behind getting stuff done is it's about the small things and positioning. Right. So it's like, hey, you want to read that book? 
then make sure you put that book right in your living room. He's like, everybody watches TV because the TV is the centerpiece of the living room. It's just sitting there and everybody's like, okay, you know, I just go and turn on the remote control. I'm good to go. He's like, why don't you just put your, leave your book on the couch or something. You'll read it if you're constantly, you know, your brain's constantly picking up on the fact that it's there, right? And it's the same with PE. Like even for me, when I come home from work and believe me, I'm like, oh, there's times where I just don't want to. But if I have everything lined up and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm here, I'm going to chill out for a bit, 45 minutes, I'll dedicate my time to it, right? And it's just the consistency yeah. of getting it done. And then it doesn't really require discipline. It's like going to the gym, it just becomes kind of second nature at that point. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you speak about the gym. So over lockdown, um, we've had a, me and my girlfriend, we train together and we've, we've got uh, we've got weights in the, in the garage. If you go to the gym and you travel to the gym, you're going to have a, a better workout than 100%. doing it in the garage. Like for me, definitely, because you're in the zone, you're in the right place, you've got an atmosphere, and training at home is is a lot harder. Oh. Training at at the gym, you know, you get in the car, you've travelled, you're there. Is that's yeah. what you've come to do? Yeah. You know, yeah. there's too many distractions elsewhere. So it's yeah, making your routine as easy as possible to complete and you'll stay disciplined. Well, in regards to that too, uh, let's talk about your gains that I recently saw on Twitter as well, because uh, that was pretty monumental. That was after your 30 day challenge or, or how far um, in your, and how many days now? I think I was, I was 26 days in, um, but it was, it was day 15 of the challenge, but I'd actually been um, hanging consistently for 26 days. Wow. Yeah, so 26. So I, I think I'm on day 24 of the challenge. So I've got uh, another six days left. Um, and I'm, I'm absolutely smashing that challenge. And it feels good. It feels good to stick to a routine and be as disciplined as, as I have been. And I think that's true for everyone. You know, when, you, when you're disciplined, you stick to something. It's a great feeling that you get. You're like, yeah, I've, I've done it. You know, you doubt yourself at first and you do it. And yeah, it's... it's it's been it's been great. So when I get to the end of the thirty days, I'm looking at um, increasing the tempo even more. You know, I'm in the zone now, and I feel I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm hanging um, more weights. Like I said, I've added different um, routines in, uh, tougher stretches, and I'm just going from strength to strength. So I don't really want to get off that train. Or I want to stay on it because if I if I get off it, I know what will happen. I'll relax. Yep. And I don't want to do that. You know, I'll uh, I'll keep going until I get to that 7.5 inch uh, length that I'm looking for. Not bone pressed, right? <laughs> non bone pressed, yep, non bone yeah. pressed. And then um, the other question I had for your routine right now, I know you have a uh, one routine available on your website as well, um, but how are you doing it now with like reps and sets? Like, how are you dividing? You're still doing your jelking pre workout or pre hanging, and then afterwards, how long do you hang for? Yeah, so so my current routine that I've been carrying out over the last uh, twenty four days, so part of the challenge was um, I've not been been jelking at the moment, um, mainly because when I do jelk, I just seem to gain girth really easily, yeah. uh, which is the opposite of what I'm actually looking for. So my girth target was six point five inches. The last measurement I did, I was six point six. So I've uh, I've achieved that now, and I know that I can happily achieve that at any point. So it's, it's all about the length gains. Uh, the, ex, the routine that I've been doing is um, a warm-up, then stretches. Stretches I've been doing are like a, around the world basic stretch. So left, down, 
um, right up and straight out, doing that twice. So going through that twice. But each each set, I've been doing uh, 30 kegels. So 30 to the left, 30 to the bottom, 30 to the right, 30 to the top, 30 out. Doing that, going through that twice. Then A stretches. I really enjoy doing A stretches. I think they're a fantastic uh, exercise for length. Again, uh, 30 kegels with left hand, 30 kegels with the right hand. So that's where you just, uh, pull the glands out, wrap around your wrist and uh, do 30 kegels. The next one is B stretches. So I've actually made a bit of an adaptation to this. Um, instead of just uh, pulling the glands out with the OK grip and pressing down with the, between your thumb and uh, index finger, so like an inverted V, instead of just uh, pushing down, been kind of doing like sweeping motion backwards and forwards and that's that's um giving a, a lot of stress to the suspensory ligament it feels it, it feels great so it's a bit of a bit of a modification to the uh, standard b stretch um and again i do 20 20 sweeps which include a kegel each each time change hands do another 20 um after that uh, I, I came up with this um jelking exercise called the heli gel so it's basically where you, where you, it's like jelking straight out, but you're going in like a circular motion as you're doing it. So I've started oh, doing, wow. um, yeah, that's 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 right. Um, heli stretches started doing. So that's just, so you're not moving down the shaft. You just have glands, and you just do. I do uh, 30 revolutions, kegling each revolution. So that left hand again, left hand, right hand. And then JAI stretches, which I've only just um, just started doing. I've never really been that interested in them. Um, they always, I always thought they look a bit harsh, but it's basically where you, you, you get your okay grip behind the glands and you do like a, a sharp tug as you as you tug out. You do a kegel and then keep it pulled, keep keep uh, the penis stretched out and do another kegel. I've just been doing twenty of those on each hand, and that's okay. uh, and then that's the end of the routine. I tape up, apply the um, gel to gain back hanger and I wear that for an hour eight pounds um, but I'm ready to, I'm ready to move weight uh, move up in the weight now yeah it's time to go past you know it's like when you get to that bench press and you're like I'm doing this too many sets it's too easy <laughs> yeah that that's right so I'll, I'll move up to nine pounds and um and then but the key is you know I'm saying that I'll move from eight to nine and that doesn't sound like a great jump but believe me it's about taking it taking it steady and working your way up slowly you know, there's, there's there's no winners, but you can quite easily become a loser when you uh, when you get an injury. So it's just about keeping keeping conditioning your glands and getting them used to it. Well, especially not jumping the gun like we talked about before too, where too many guys. I know, like I've always said for myself, I get overzealous and I get excited, right? So, but I believe now it's kind of the one thing that I could change if I go back into my early years of PE where it's almost just reach for that low hanging fruit and milk it for as long as possible. Right. And I think it's probably the best way to go about it where you do like one pound increments, you know, instead of jumping the gun and some guys I've seen go from like five to eight to nine to injury, you know, so it's. Yeah. You've got, you've really, you I can't reiterate it enough. You've really got to take your time with it. You know, it's um, tortoise and hair. And you've got to you've got to be the tortoise, unfortunately. And uh, I know that's something that nobody really wants to hear. But if you're serious about it, and you don't want to get injured, you want to do it safely, uh, you'll always win the race doing it that way. Yeah. Well, I kind of my whole philosophy is PE is a marathon, man. It's totally not a sprint. You know, it's 
it's something that is a little bit, I wouldn't say time consuming, but you have to spend the appropriate amount of time on the proper exercise, make sure you're conditioned and you really got to focus on building a foundation. It's not like, it's like anything else, right? Like it's like, you can't go to the gym and be like, I'm going to squat 400 pounds today. I'm like, well, good luck. You're going to die and your knees are going to just explode. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and, and I've seen it before where, you know, I'll, I'll see a kid walking in the gym and he's like, you know, he gets cocky and next thing you know, he's doing front squats and his back is hunched over. Cause I'm a trainer as well. And, and I'm like, Oh, hold the, hold the phone, man. Let, let's look at your form first. Okay. How are you standing? Why are you hunching your back over like that? Like, let's work on the initial mechanics. And what is that? It's just the basics, right? And the basics always come down to the foundational movements that will actually help you to progress in the future. And one thing you mentioned was Kegels, which a lot of guys negate. And, uh, I think Kegels are extremely important, you know, obviously not overdone like myself, or I actually gave myself premature ejaculation for doing them too much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I was doing it excessively where I'm like, I'm doing this for an hour a day. They're awesome. And sure, it's like, yeah, it was rock hard. And it was also like there was no control. So I had to step back and learn to gauge it. And again, it just comes down to building that foundation. And now when I incorporate them in my exercise, I can feel a notable difference, but it's not fatigue to the point where I can't control myself anymore. Right. And yeah. I 100% agree with you, man. Like you have to take it slow and you have to build on the foundations and the foundation anyways. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, let's talk about the other thing that I got some inquiries about too was uh, discoloration. And we kind of touched on it before, but let's just kind of go through the process that you did. I know we're, you're talking about doing a full video on that, full tutorial. And it's obviously something where we do want to make sure everybody listening, you know, proceed with caution, maybe don't do it just yet until Daniel puts the video up with a, you know, full explanation, but let's dive into how you did it, how you got rid of your discoloration and um, just the process of it. Okay. So, so I mentioned before, I tried, I tried a lot of things. Um, and my, my girlfriend was in full, full support of it. And I had my reasons for, for wanting to get rid of the discoloration and uh, I think I, I mentioned before we started about using uh, glycolic acid. I thought I'll, I'll try using a, a glycolic acid. Um, that never that never made any difference. It just didn't it didn't work. And the, the next level was to go to a TCA acid peel. I did a thirty percent TCA acid peel, and within a week it started to to peel, and literally it was that top layer of skin. That was that was dark. It was the the iron deposits underneath. I I couldn't believe it. It was like uh, fresh newborn skin. <laughs> so it's like all these all these uh, issues that you have. It's like well, you know what? If you do overdo it, well, you can just do an acid peel and it gets rid of it. So you solve it instantly instead of using all these creams, lotions, potions, exercises, all this time wasted. You can do a TCA acid peel, and it works. Two weeks, two weeks, and you're done. You're back to back to square one as far as the colors concerned. Um, and like even now, uh, I have started to see a bit of discoloration come back. But obviously, I'm still exercising. And it's a bit like the gym. You go to the gym. Um, I don't use gloves because uh, I, I prefer my hands to become hardened uh, rather than rather than too too soft. Uh, which I think if you're wearing gloves all the time, your hands are, are always soft. So we will get calluses. You know. You do, you do you do get calluses and unfortunately you are going to if any any kind of training there's there's going to be side effects and one of the side effects is uh, discoloration the, the main discoloration you will get is from pumping um, and yeah. yeah, definitely from pumping so 
the fact is, if you do get discoloration, don't get too disheartened because there's an easy fix and you can fix it within, it's a quick application and you can fix it, be fixed in within two weeks. Um, but there is a but. You've got to be extremely cautious when you do it. You know, uh, so TCA acid peel, women use it on the, well, maybe not just women, but um, from what I've seen, women using it on the faces and stripping stripping the, the top layer of skin off the faces. Now, usually it's a, a like somebody who's a professional in that, in that field. Um, I wasn't able to buy TCA acid anywhere in, in the UK. I had to go to uh, Etsy. I don't know if you know Etsy, but oh, yeah. um, I actually was Etsy and uh, there, was, there was a guy on there. He had good reviews. Um, he actually made his own. It was, uh, I think it was a chemical engineer, made, made his own. And there was pictures on there before and afters of people's uh, women, their skin actually peeling and it, it looked really good. So I thought, right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, I went through all the safety precautions uh, before I did it. It's really important that you've got a, a neutralizing agent. So I used uh, baking soda and make sure your baking soda's in dates just by putting a bit of vinegar on it. Um, otherwise, it, it, it needs to fizz, basically. If it doesn't fizz, then it's not going to work. If you put acid on and you can't neutralize it, you're in trouble. Uh, so there, there are a few safety precautions to take. Uh, I also used a glands cap, so I covered the glands over. You know, I, I made sure, I did it with my girlfriend, actually, made sure that uh, she was with fantastic help. I wouldn't have been able to do it without her, to be honest. So with glands cap on, okay, grip. Uh, I wore gloves. Uh, my, my, my partner wore gloves. Pull, pull, the, uh, pull the penis out from the okay grip and just uh, dab on, like, sparingly, really sparingly, all the affected areas. And then what, what will happen, you start to get a, a, quite a bad stinging sensation, actually. And uh, I, I left it on for about two minutes. And af after two minutes, got the washcloth in the, in the, I think it's warm water and baking soda. Okay. Wiped it all off, neutralized it, and uh, that was it. And then over the next week, uh, you don't see much happen for about four days. And then... After four days, it, it starts peeling off. So again, yeah, wow. big strips of uh, dark skin come off, and then by by two weeks, it's done. So it's kind of like that picture that you have up on Twitter of the peeling. That was about like a week or two after. Yeah, that, that's right. That was that was maybe six seven days. Okay. So I, I thought it was immediate, where it just kind of like crusted up, and then all of a sudden you just take it off. But I guess you got to give it time. Does it just happen randomly, or you can kind of feel it start drying up? Yeah, it, that's that's exactly what happens. It dries, okay. dries, and uh, and then just starts to peel, peel off. And I, I was absolutely made up when that happened. You know, <laughs> it felt, it, it felt like I was back to me. You know, yeah. unfortunately, there are side side effects, and um, but there is a way to fix it, which yeah. is which is the, the good thing, and that is the quickest and uh, uh, best way to do it. But you've got to be safe. Well, and I'm half gone. Yeah, no, it's definitely because I mean, it's like we were talking about last time with the fire goat rolls and all that other stuff. And uh, what is it called? That which is hazel too. I tried that one. And then the Arnica oil, all yeah. that jazz, like it didn't do anything. Right. So I was kind of like, you know, what? I'll just leave it as is for now. 
And it's like you said, you found this digging through the forums where somebody mentioned it. And it wasn't until I saw your Twitter. I'm like, wait a minute. I've never seen that method before. And that looks like it works, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what a lot of guys are looking for, too, because I, I think a lot of the stuff that kind of are on the forums, a lot of it's speculative. But, you know, seeing something that actually works right there firsthand and it's on Twitter, like I was like, I was blown away myself. And um, for my guys listening, pay attention. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have that video tutorial up soon, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like I say, I videoed the full thing, so I just need to do some some edits and uh, and get on. Fingers crossed, I'll have it on by the end of May. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, because that whole process, it's one of those things that's going to come up in PE regardless. Like, I've seen it from guys that use the bathmate, the panamit. Like even for myself, can I use an air pump, right? And I kind of, like, I know the discoloration started to happen probably three, four months into myself using it as well, right? And no other exercise did it. Uh, and obviously these guys that clamp too that I've seen bad discoloration from, but I agree with you 100%. I'm pretty sure it's mostly guys that pump and, and clamping, the girth exercises, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, well, I'm, I'm happy for anyone to DM me or get in touch with me on Instagram, Twitter. It's, uh, you know, I'll always, I'll always respond and um, help people out as much as I can. But uh, I suppose once it's up on the website, it's there for all to, uh, all to see. Unfortunately, I can't put it on YouTube. So, um, yeah, you have to, <laughs> have to go to my website <laughs> to see it. But no, it's, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, we've got to be careful too with the subject, like Pinterest blocked me, <laughs> you know. And right. I know Twitter was giving you a hard time as well. And even with YouTube, where I saw Total Man Shop got taken down. And, you know, I was really shocked by that because it was growing so much. But that's one of the things that we talked about as well. It's just the taboo regarding this stuff. I don't know why it exists. You know, it's it's just a part of your body that you're working on. But as soon as that stigma is gone, it's like, hey, you know, it's, it's really not a big deal. It's just like training any other part of the body. Yeah. And that's it's, it's down to people like yourself, down to people like me to remove that stigma. You know, I am loud and proud about uh, jelking, about penis enlargement. Uh, I think all men should do it. I think men should feel sexually confident within themselves and feel sexually confident in the bedroom, you know, with the partners. That's that's what it's all about. It's about that, you know, it's, it's nice to go to the gym and, and look good. And it's, it's nice to feel good when you're having sex as well and know that you're doing, uh, you're doing the best you can do and being the best you can be in the bedroom. I think that's yeah that's a really important part of life 100 percent. you want to make sure you're putting your best cock forward you know it's you want to make sure you're giving it your all and and i kind of feel like for a lot of guys that suffer from ed or just confidence issues in general you know this it totally helps them out you know i've seen a lot of guys tell me all the time like hey man i made half an inch of gains and this guy's over the you know through the roof and yeah. like why why is it wrong for a man to feel that way if he's been successful doing PE and we have this taboo and it's like, Oh no, you know, you should just be happy with what you're with what you have. I'm like, well, me, myself, you know, I tend to put on fat quite easily. You know, I'm kind of a mezzo endo. So, yeah. you know, if somebody just told me, just love yourself the way you are. I'm like, no, I'd rather go to the gym and work on myself so I can get ripped. You know, like <laughs> it's the same principle. I don't know why it's almost like they're trying to tell you to think a certain way, but I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to most men either. No. No, I mean, if, if you've got the attitude where you want to um, excel in as many aspects of your life as, as possible, and I think, yeah, you know, if that's, if that's what you want to do, then, then you should do it. You shouldn't let anything hold you back or anyone be, be negative towards that. You should do what, what you want to do. If you want to go to the gym and get ripped, 
go to the gym and get ripped if you want a bigger penis do penis enlargement exercises if you want to excel at your job do the right training courses and excel at your job exactly you, know, you should do whatever you want to do whatever way whatever makes you feel good you should do it 100 agree with that and daniel where can we find you at jeltogain.com and on twitter jelk to gain as well guys that's jelk and the number two gain all right so that's twitter and instagram granted daniel's a lot more active on twitter <laughs> <laughs> and you could definitely check out his gains there but anything else to say today daniel uh, no thanks for uh thanks for having me and um yeah we'll speak soon all right well that's a wrap guys thanks for tuning in And that concludes today's episode. Again, if you want to learn more about how um, Daniel designed this program or if you want to get into his classes, be sure to check out jelktogain.com for all kinds of good stuff there. Be sure to look him up on Twitter at jelktogain as well. Also, if you guys got any inquiries from me or want to learn more, be sure to hit me up on Instagram. That's generally where I tend to get the most messages or just come to masculinehealthsolutions.com and... Um, just continue to learn from there, guys, and I'll be sure to answer all the questions you guys have. All right. Talk to you later.